This is what we did in PE. Let's code it and then let's actually perform it. Let's mm. physically do it. Yeah. Um, it's just another way to engage students and, and yeah. get it into work. Hi there and welcome to the Pondering Dam podcast, where we talk all things teaching, education, pedagogy and technology. I'm your host, Danny Summerall, and if you're new to the show, make sure you leave a review and share with your peers. Connect with me on Twitter, Instagram and YouTube at Pondering Dan, as well as at PonderingDan.com. All right, welcome to Christina Politeko. Christina is an award-winning physical education teacher at a large primary school in northern Melbourne. Over the past few years, Christina has developed a reputation as someone creative and innovative in the way she teaches phys ed, and in particular, is known for the amazing way she incorporates technology. She's travelled the world sharing her passion for phys ed and is known to share the amazing things she does in her classes online. You can find her on Facebook at Miss Physical Education and on her website, missphysicaleducation.com and on Twitter at cpolar17 that's c-p-o-l-a-17 and i'm sure that last bit was just to be a bit different right <laughs> oh you, you got to jazz it up you can't just always have miss physical education no no that's um, right no, but welcome christina oh, yeah you're you, welcome <laughs> thank you very much and um the award winner that's that sounds fancy that's like an i've won an oscar or something but it has been it was like an oscar for the um the pe world and through the Ashba um uh, i guess organization i was able to win the primary pe teacher award of 2018 so that's something i really treasure and yeah. um that i really then encourage for others to to look at and, and it's great to be for the primary teachers especially in pe to be acknowledged for the amazing work that they do yeah absolutely um i wanted to find out i guess for our listeners um before we get into some good questions. I wanted yeah. you to give a bit of a brief background of your teaching career. Like how, what led you to this point? Well, it's, it's funny you say that because when I was in high school, I, I really wasn't good with the grades and I wasn't really good with the books or studying. I was very good at sport and regardless which sport it be, I'd be always wanting to put my hand up to be part of that team. So again, when I was in high school, I wasn't thinking about what I'm going to do in my career. I just wanted to play sport. Um, so once the year 12 exams finished, I realised my score wasn't good enough for any university at that time. So I, I did a two-year course in TAFE and it was called Sports Development, which led me to either management, fitness, education or admin. And I really enjoyed the education side of things. So then I was able to get into university doing a Bachelor of Ed, majoring PE and ICT. Um, I did that for four years. And again, I wasn't really um, a bookworm. I was just like, okay, let's just go. Let's just get through this. Let's get the degree. Let's get a job. Um, because my mindset at that time wasn't really what it is right now. Um, I was just finish uni, get a job, get paid, have fun. Mm. Okay. And um, I guess for probably the first three, four years, I really did take advantage of my career um, and where I would just rock up to work do my thing, go home and not put in any care or um, any real time um, towards my teaching and, and development. Um, in saying that, the students did have a great time. Um, but I, I, if I look back at it now, I'm thinking I should have done this. I could have done this better. 
um, I, I didn't probably take it as seriously. So around 2014, um, my principal at that time pretty much said that uh, you've got to get a groove on, otherwise you're not going to get anywhere because times are changing with teaching and um, otherwise you'll get bored, you'll move on and you just wasted that degree. So I eventually um, got, in, got into some PDs and, and professional learning of, of my area of PE and, and also got involved in ICT. Um, and then I guess the journey begun from about 2014 and it still is to this day, to this moment. Um, but also what helps me with my current teaching is, is I coach. I coach uh, women's mm. football AFL within the yes. Carlton Football Club. And that for me, I'm able to bring my teaching knowledge into coaching, which is very similar and, um, and I know if I didn't make that change from my principal's words, I wouldn't be doing the coaching as well or I wouldn't be speaking to you. I'd probably be working somewhere but I wouldn't be happy. So, um, but, yeah, I've always loved sports. I've loved being around people. Um, I am a shy person to start off with, but I think once I get out of my bubble, um, I just get too excited about speaking about stuff that I love and sometimes people might think, what the hell are you on about? But I just love it. Just let me speak. So that, therefore, for this podcast, let me speak about my passion. <laughs> don't, don't well, well, this it. is all about you, okay? So I'm happy for you to share your passion. And it's, I, I feel like I um, have something in common there, you know, once I get started talking as well about yeah. the technology and education, you sort of can't shut me up as well. But no. um, it's one thing I always liked about working with you was how passionate you are and it comes across in everything that you do. Um, yeah. And I can't believe that in my introduction to you, I forgot to mention that, yes, you are a coach for the AFLW, which is amazing. Yeah. And you're doing yes. really good things with them. Yeah, so, yeah, AFLW, VFLW, and um, so they're long nights, but I wouldn't change a thing about it because... It's a professional learning for me. Yeah. I get to learn from other coaches. I get to learn from other players. And again, it's vice versa. I, I bring into my teaching. I take what I get from my teaching into coaching. So it's a win-win situation regardless yeah. of the late nights. But um, like I say, it's, it's all happy days and learning. Yeah, and you love it. And that's the main thing. I love it. Yeah. I'm back for Carlton. So it's a, it's a huge opportunity for me. And so that's a double win. Yeah, awesome. It's a huge win. Yeah, mm. I won't hold it against you that you're a Carlton supporter. We might move <laughs> on. <laughs> so one, one thing that I find is really unique um, with you, Christina, is that um, not only are you passionate about phys ed, you're really passionate about technology and you're super passionate about how you can link the two of them. Um, yes. Where did that, when did that become so important to you? Well, um, so like I mentioned around about the 2014 mark, I got involved with the, some professional learning and I met a guy who's one of my really good friends on Twitter, on social media, and Andy Hare. He's a well-known educator around the world um, who does fabulous things with technology. You should get onto him, Danny, yep. for sure. Um, I'm writing his um, name down right now. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, I went down to Geelong. It was called iPhysical PD run by Achba and Andy. And at this point in time, I didn't have an iPad. I just thought I'd go along, keep my boss happy, keep <laughs> everyone happy. And then my eyes opened up thinking, oh my God, there's a whole new world to education mm -hmm. and it's technology. 
And I'm thinking I've missed out. My kids have missed out because I have not been exposed to this amazing things that you can do with technology. Um, so within, you know, within a couple of weeks or whenever it was, I got myself an iPad. I remember downloading the first app and that was iDocio. And oh, back yes. then it was around about three or $4. And I reckon it's about, oh, it's over 20 eight. now. Oh, over 20 bucks. Yeah. There you go. So I was lucky. <laughs> um, and so that was a game changer for me in terms of my organization with my, my schooling and my kids and, my, and um, making sure I get my assessments done correctly and, and, and effectively. Um, so Andy here really was a game changer for me. And then he was able then to introduce me to Twitter. And I guess Twitter is the most amazing professional learning platform on this planet because mm-hmm. you will go on there, you ask a question, you'll get a reply and you get multiple replies. But even that you see some amazing educators from around the world posting and sharing, very caring to share their ideas. And you think, great, I love this idea and I'm going to adapt this for my students in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just really important that you credit those educators who are giving you the inspiration. Absolutely. So, I guess it just started from, from those little steps, baby steps. And then I was able to download a couple of new apps and I was thinking, let's try this out. And then, um, you know, I put my hand up to present at a, an ACHPA conference. I was absolutely petrified, panicking, shaking, red, sweaty. Um, <laughs> thank God I'm okay now. Yeah. So I think it's just for me, it was, I got out of my comfort zone because I knew there was something else in this world for education. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So yeah. why, why do you think it's important then to have those links with technology in our phys ed? Oh, it's pure engagement. Um, mm. We live in the 21st century and we know students these days uh, love devices. They love to see what happens on the screen. So they love to see what could benefit them. And, um, and like I said, it's engagement at my current school, we have, over 80% of EAL, so English as an additional language students who've arrived from different countries who mm. have minimal English um, and therefore having technology, having those visuals on screen for me um, is able, I'm able then to translate that to their, I guess, learning. Mm. Um, and I'm able then to get everyone involved by using technology but then it's also less teacher focus and more student driven and student voice because I'm able then to join in. I'm able to do more small group focus one-on-one. Mm. I have a, a TV, an Apple TV in my, in my gym. So I'm very lucky for that. And therefore once something's on the screen, students need to follow the, the visual instructions that I put up on the screen. It then puts the ownership on them. Mm. Um, because we know students learn differently in, in every way and everyone's different. So it's really important for them to take it on board as they see it. And then we are able then to guide them in their own way, you know, individually, uh, like I said, small or one-on-one with students. So, but number one, it's, it's engagement. It really is. Yeah. And um, again, when I started 2010, it was me at the front, which is no problem because I know there's schools that don't have technology, but I know if you don't have Apple TV or projectors, there are definitely ways you can include technology yeah. without the whole fancy stuff, which we'll get into a bit later on. But um, yeah. 
yeah, so that's, it is, it's, it's engagement. Yeah, definitely. And I like the things that you share on your Facebook group. Um, I think you probably share there a bit more to than Twitter. Would that be right? Yeah, I think um, I've noticed that I pop, I, I got more followers on, on Facebook, but um, again, the audience that I have um, are generally more teachers who are new to PE or yeah. who are, want more support one-on-one. And um, whereas Twitter is I get the inspiration from them, from experienced teachers who use technology on a day-to-day basis and, and think, okay, well, then how can I use that? Then I share within my network of, of Miss Physical Education Facebook page. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I just actually – actually, before you, I jumped on, I, I just posted something. So I tend to um, try not to overdo it, but then again, I've got an idea. I'm thinking, oh, my God, <laughs> my followers need to see this because yes. then how can they use it? Yeah. You know, there's no tricks or there's no hidden facts. It's just, here it is, guys. This is what I did today in PE. Yeah. How can you use it? Okay, so um, I, I think people yeah. definitely appreciate that, and and really, teachers love to see other examples of different things. And I think one thing that stands out to me, obviously, I'm not a phys ed teacher. Uh, a lot of what I do is around STEAM and digital technologies, and I know a lot of stuff that you do links to the digital technologies yeah. curriculum. Uh, which I find really interesting. And I think when I first started at the school I'm at now, I think I might've used a few of the, um, you know, quote unplugged activities um, yes. for coding. Did yeah. you want to talk about yeah. that? Yeah. So I, um, so I team teach with another PE teacher. Um, and what we do, we do a bit of a unit on coding in phys ed. So we dedicate three to four weeks of just coding, uh, whether it be unplugged or using, um, devices, and it's all about getting students to think about what's happening next and how to, how can we code our way through movement. Mm. So it's about breaking down the steps, whether it be, you know, running, jumping, hopping, and coding on what's step one, you know, what's step two. Um, we do a lot of, um, oh, I'm going to get this wrong, Bi- what's that word? Bi- Binary? Binary, yes. Binary. It's in my yeah. mind. I'm teaching it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So we do binary coding um, as an engagement activity so students are able to learn about that type of coding and then, you know, once that they see it in the future, think, oh, yeah, we did this in PA. We did a game on this. It's like, cool. Um, we've done uh, a lot of obstacle courses, snakes and ladders. So it's about getting students to work together um, using, you know, unplugged stuff, so arrows, um, using mini whiteboards, and then they're able then to either um, using the movements of walking, jumping, hopping, and then they code their way through a bit of an obstacle course using those movements. And yeah. it's really simple because we do it pretty much every day, but it, I guess it's just using the language yeah, um, and uh, getting students to recognise that we do coding. It's just yeah. we just probably use the, the language every day. So um, that's a really fun because the kids get into it really quickly because they probably think, oh, coding, oh, yeah, we do this. I do this on my computer. I code games all the time. I use Hopscotch. I use Scratch Junior. I go, yep, fantastic. So we've used Scratch Junior and Hopscotch in the past for PE um, where they had to do some different mazes and they had to code their way through Scratch Junior. And, again, it's just promoting the physical activity side of things, mm. um, you know, using digital technologies 
and um, and then then they can teach their family or friends or whoever brothers or sisters that this is what we did in PE. Let's code it and then let's actually perform it. Let's mm. physically do it. Yeah. Um, so it's just another way to engage students and, and yeah. get them to learn. Yeah, For sure. And I think a lot of teachers, uh, especially those that might be a little bit scared of technology, don't realise that to cover a lot of the digital technologies curriculum, especially in the younger years, you don't need technology at all for a lot of it. No. It's all about no. language and games and um, repetition and, you know, and, yeah. it's, and it's, you don't need to be a phys ed teacher to be able to jump in and take your ideas. You can yeah. use them for anything, which is, which I love that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and like, and saying this, I use a lot of technology, like, um, so I use Google Slides as my um, visuals. So I set my weekly planner on Google Slides. So all the lessons that I, I do, students can see on the screen. So it's not just me talking. It's actually coming, the voice is coming from the TV. Uh, well, not literally, but the visuals are. And um, using a lot of GIFs. So yeah. I, can, I can stand it and show them. Great. But... Once we move on, kids will think, what did Miss P say? What does she do then? What was step two? So I use a lot of GIFs um, and that really is an ongoing clip that is just repetition of what Miss P is doing, what Miss P wants us to complete by the end of the lesson, what's the success criteria. So students can visually see that this is what we need to achieve. So they heard it from me, but then they can actually see it and they can learn in their own time. So there's no, no time fraction here. It's, mm. are you able to click, complete step one? Fantastic. If you complete all three steps, great. Um, there's no judgment in that way. It's we have to respect that everyone is different and we can't expect our students will complete all success criteria at the end of the day. But having these type of gifts and, and animations and visuals to support them mm. will make them feel more comfortable. Um, because they're they're learning in their own way, yeah. so um, I, I love doing that. I love using gifts. I love using QR codes for. Well, actually, I, I I'll show you another example. We did a a, a master visette, so it's like Master Chef. Yeah. But so behind each QR code, there was an ingredient, which was an equipment. So once they scan the QR code, they given their main ingredient, which could have been a hoop. Then they were able to have an open pantry, which was equipment that was based on the sidelines. They were able to again grab more equipment and they had to create a game with their main ingredient based on the pantry, which was cones, balls. And again, it's just really simple of students to understand QR codes and the magic behind QR codes that what can create an amazing atmosphere with your students because they just don't know what the main ingredient was going to be. So um, that was a really um, successful. Bit of a lucky um, yeah. And it, again, you get inspired by what you see on TV, what you see out in the streets, and then you try and jazz it into your, into your PE program. Yeah. I love that. And I guess with an activity like that, you don't really need the projector. You know, you, no, you get don't. your students to bring their devices or even if you've just got one device, I suppose it could be That's taking right. in turns. Yeah. That's right. And that could be a simple rotation. So rotation could be the QR codes where you have a device or you only have one device, whether it be a teacher device and yeah. the rest can be unplugged stuff where they don't need devices. So, yeah. Um, yeah. 
Do you have any other standout activities that you've used technology in phys ed? Um, so we use, I use a lot of, um, like, so BAM video delay, which is an, a, a replay. So it's really good for whether it be I'm doing athletics and the students are doing some high jump or triple jump. So it's like a bit of a five-second delay, 10-second delay. They complete the movement and then they quickly go back to the screen and they see themselves on replay. I think that's really powerful because it's instant feedback. Mm. Um, and they can what see themselves. What was that app called, sorry? Uh, BAM, B-A-M, video delay. BAM, video delay. And I'm sure yeah. lots of our listeners will be writing this that's down a, as well, really like me. One because... Um, because I, the teacher can roam around to different stations because this can be a separate station as well. And also they can see themselves thinking, oh, okay, yep, I'm, I haven't put my leg forward or I forgot to step forward. Because obviously you might have a, a TV with the gift of Miss P completing the current movement of what she wants you to achieve. And then you've got your um, iPad teacher device that is showing the replay of the student completing the the movement. Mm. So very powerful, yeah, and it's also and it's very personal as well because it's not a teacher telling you, "Oh, you forgot to do this." Yes, you did that really well. But what about this? This this. So it's it's just giving them ownership to think. All right, I should try this next time. Yeah. So, what, what about those schools that, I mean, you're really lucky. You work in a one-to-one iPad school and you've got the Apple TVs in the gym and, um, but not every school has that. What, what, what do you think, um, what, what about those schools that don't have that technology? Yeah, and, and there's many schools out there because I've already had many um, teachers ask me, I don't have a projector, I don't have a TV, I don't have an indoor gym, what do I do? There's no issues because... Technology is not, you know, the only thing that you can do. Mm. But even having that one teacher device, like we just spoke about, the teacher can create a quick QR code activity that a rotational group can complete. Unplug, unplugged yeah. activities, coding we just spoke about. Um, I did have something else on my mind that I was going to say, but I think I forgot. It might come back to me. It might, oh, this is not technology, but using chalk. Of course. <laughs> using chalk. Go back to chalk. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, <laughs> but also, um, I, you know, using um, whiteboard markers on, on, on bins, which yeah. come off. So being able to, to do something like that. So you'd be able to write down the steps or um, just draw what body parts are required for a particular movement. Um, but also it's really important to celebrate success yeah. and celebrating success is where we see students and families come together and actually think this is amazing. Like the students can tell their parents what they do, but if us teachers are able to celebrate it through website, through school, Facebook, through school, other social media, the parents can actually see the amazing things that they do. So that's part of technology. Even it could be just a small uploading some photos or videos or, or, or here's an exercise you can do at home with your family. Um, you're promoting that use of, yes, it's 21st century. We're still using devices at home, but we're also promoting movement at home. So we're not just mm. slacking off and just sitting on the couches and watching. Um, so that I really love the word celebrate 
And I don't think we do enough of that in schools. I mm. think celebration should be happening every single day. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I love that. That's great. Yeah. So and that's, and that's, yeah, sorry. And that's, and that's, and I'm going off bit, off bit topic and this is what I do. All right. thing. Like we, <laughs> um, and this has got nothing to do with technology. I'm so sorry, but um, <laughs> we started to do uh, what's called one word in PE. Yes. I've, that's been trending on Twitter a little bit actually. Yeah. yeah. And again, inspiration from Twitter. And I thought, okay, how can I use this for my students? So I, I targeted my years three to sixes and they are coming up with one word that they really, really want to be stood out for the whole year, whether it be um, developing relationships, being positive, attitude, fun, sharing. These words are now on our wall, all the classes that we've, 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 um, we've had throughout this week, week one, uh, week two. And, um, and some listeners might think, well, how do, you, how do you then go back to those words? It's not about me going back to those words and saying, hey, what about this? What about your word? What about your word? Again, it's giving ownership to your students thinking it's so big and bright on your gym wall that there's one word and there's about 500 words up on mm. that word, on that wall. But that just shows you then it gives students um, access to new vocab, mm. language, and also just developing that positivity within your learning environment. So. Um, and my one word for this year is care because if I don't care about my work, if I don't care about my home life, if I don't care about my family, I'm not going to get very far. And that's what I want to bring more into my teaching is, is continue to bring that care to my students and school community. Yeah. So that's a really good thing for our listeners to think about as well. What would be your one word of the year? What is your one word? And, that's it. And I was, I was not expecting you to bring that up. Otherwise I would have had mine written down and I can't actually remember what I decided. I have it written down, but it's nowhere within reach. So I'm going to have to go back and search for it. Think about it. I'm I'm going through that start of year brain fog. Maybe that's probably what I I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Christina, do you have any advice for any teachers uh, out there that are a little bit wary of using technology in general in their classrooms, regardless of if it's his head? Oh, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Um, Because if you do not try it, you were missing out. Like I missed out for the first four or five years of my teaching career. I missed out. It's not because it wasn't around it because it probably wasn't used as much. And then I was exposed to it and I was like, so grateful for it because um, not only have I got to share it with my students, but I got to share it with when I present around the state, around Victoria, around Australia, around the world, I get to share amazing experiences because of technology, because I am able to get them out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Um, it's very easy to stay in. Yep, I'll just do this because it's working for me, which is fantastic. But what else can you do? What else could be behind that door that you just haven't opened up? Don't be afraid to open those doors because you just never know where they're going to lead to. Things will not. Things might not work out. Absolutely. There's technology will not work all the time. Mm. Internet problems, coverage, or just battery dies. Um, but it's about you go and do it because you just don't know how it can impact someone's life because you're making a difference and also because you care. And that's what it comes down to. You you care. So you go out there, you have a go, you do it right. 
fabulous. You do it wrong, fabulous. All right, so um, please do not be afraid. It's not hard. It really isn't hard. Dr. Google is always there. You know what? Oh, what yeah. I do, I actually, I'm actually doing a PowerPoint slide for something and I couldn't think of what, how do I do this? And I just Googled how do I implement a hidden slide or something that was, was something for. And it, the Google gave me a response. So whenever you're stuck, Google yep. or just ask. Just Google it just ask. or ask it. Yeah. Good That's advice. It. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being part of the show today. I'm really, really, really thankful that you agreed to be part of it. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love your work and I really um, love that you've just blossomed, I reckon, the last 18 months and you're, you're going to places. I'm glad I'm on your show. That means like, I'm, like when you're really, really famous, uh, I'm going to say, I was on your show. So, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know about that, but thank you. I'll take the compliment. <laughs> uh, so remember, you, you can find Christina on Facebook at Miss Physical Education, which is pretty active on there, and on her website, MissPhysicalEducation.com. Um, and if you're on Twitter and you want to follow her there, it's C-P-O-L-A-17. Um, and finally, if you have any questions for Christina or I about today's episode, or if you think you'd like to be part of the podcast, drop me a line at dan at ponderingdan.com. Uh, and once again, to help this podcast grow, please like it, subscribe to it, rate it, and share it with your peers. Um, but Christina, any parting words? Any parting words? See what, what happens tomorrow. Don't overthink, don't overdo. See what happens tomorrow. I love that. I, I feel like we should make a sticker out of that. Yes. It's a good slogan. See what happens tomorrow. See what Wonderful. happens tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> well, thank you again, Christina. So I hope you've thank enjoyed you. what you've heard. Uh, tune in next week for more conversations around education. I'm your host, Danny. Um, thank you, Christina. And until Thanks, next, Mike. Until next time, look after yourself. Bye. Bye.